Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. Happy Monday to everyone. My name is Max McGuire. Joe is out today. It is his anniversary, so he is off with the wife. We hope they're all having a good time. Going to get right into this. We got a lot to cover today, so we're going to break it up into the two hours. We're going to spend an hour, if we can, talking about Kamala Harris's truly disastrous foreign trip, and then we'll end it with Joe Biden's disastrous foreign trip. Noticing a trend? There seems to be a pattern brewing there. So make sure you hit that share button. Give us a thumbs up. Make sure you're commenting. And the phone lines should be working today. So 888-441-1121 is our calling number if you would like to opine. But before we get into that, I have to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Airmate Care Network. Airmate Care Network is the premier insurance plan that will cover you should you ever need to be airlifted by helicopter to a hospital in the case of a medical emergency. Anyone who's ever had to do this knows it's very expensive. Anyone who's ever had to take an ambulance ride just on the roads knows that can be very expensive. With Airmate Care Network, you don't have to worry about it. $85 covers you and your entire household for one year. Now, it's less if you're a senior citizen. It works out to be less per year if you buy three or five years at the time. And if you are a member of Airmate Care Network and you use an AMCN provider, you won't pay a cent for that airlift. Common sense. It's the kind of insurance that if you spend a lot of time outdoors, if you live in a rural or suburban area, it really is common sense. You're going to want to make sure you go to www.airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. You'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on what plan you buy. Again, that's www.airmakecarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. Okay. Before we get into it, got to tell everyone it's a pretty important day today. Yes, it is Flag Day. Lots of people know that, but it is also, well, go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. It is happy birthday to this future president. And notice that I did not say past president. Notice I did not say former president. This future president, a young Donald Trump. It is Donald Trump's birthday today. He has the same birthday as Flag Day. So happy birthday, Mr. President. And hopefully we'll be hearing hail to the chief sooner rather than later. Okay, we can take that down. Let's let, let's depart from the legitimate president of the United States and talk about the clown show that's currently operating in the White House. You, They've been hiding, right? For the last however many months, they've been hiding in the White House. They're afraid to do interviews. They're afraid to take any scrutiny, right? They only give interviews to, to people who agree with them, not really doing any press conferences, not really doing anything. The only thing they've been doing is undoing Donald Trump's successes. We told you last week that on the same day, the Biden-Harris White House decided to send your tax dollars overseas to help vaccinate the world. They also announced that they were going to lift the Trump regulations designed to reduce the cost of insulin um, So Americans and EpiPens. So Americans will not have to pay more for insulin and EpiPens, but don't worry, your tax dollars will be going overseas. It, it won't be helping your medical bills. It'll be helping the medical bills of, of people overseas. You get it? You get it? it, it it's hard to work out Right. We don't have an America first administration. We don't have an administration that frankly cares about America. 
as we'll talk about in the second hour, Joe Biden was overseas and he says he doesn't want to leave. He loves the place so much he doesn't want to leave. Can you, can anyone remember a president who has gone abroad and actually said that they like that place better than their home country? No, it's never happened before because we've never had such an anti-American administration. This makes Barack Obama look like child's play. So let's get into Kamala, Kamala Harris. Let's get into her overseas trip because it was truly, truly disastrous, both in the sound bites and in how she, she was ac actually emasculated on the world stage. So I want to play this. Let me just make sure I have, I pull up my cut list so I don't give you the wrong cut. Okay, so Mr. Producer, I, I have it as number one, N-O-1, just because I had to do that to sort it right. But this is a clip of Kamala Harris being ordered to put on her face mask, even though she is vaccinated. Go ahead, put up cut number one. funny all right take it down so i don't think she should have to wear a mask i don't think any of us should have to wear a mask it's funny because yeah how can a woman be emasculated good question she just was <laughs> she can actually be emasculated when you're on the world stage made to look like a fool yeah she is there and she's leaving and she is forced to put on her mask so she wear she'll wear the mask for everything here in the United States, right? She'll wear it for everything. She'll wear it just to walk down the street when no one's around her. Because it's all about the optics. When she's abroad, notice that she doesn't even pretend to wear the mask. And she gets scolded by the foreign government saying, oh no, you have to put on the mask. Because they are no doubt probably following Anthony Fauci from eight months ago. They don't realize that the science has changed. The, this, even though science is the same, science is just constant, right? Gravity always exists, even when we didn't know what gravity was. The science, though, has changed, according to Anthony Fauci. So they're probably going off of Anthony Fauci circa 2020, when they should have been listening to Anthony Fauci, Anthony Fauci circa 2021, mid-year. So it was pretty funny. Pretty funny for Kamala Harris just to be made to look like a fool in that clip. But let's get into what she actually says. Let's get, and people picking up on the, on the, the subtle pun, emasculated, because it's mask, it's talking about masks. Um, good job. Good job, people. This next clip is Kamala Harris admitting something. So we know she hasn't been to the border. She's the border czar. Joe Biden said, I'm going to name you the border czar. And she was supposed to fix the border crisis. She didn't. She kind of has been sleeping on the job. She probably has been cuddling up to Joe for his nap time and applesauce snack time instead of going down the border. She's the border czar, but she hasn't gone to the border and she's trying just to shrug it off like she doesn't have to go. But everyone's realizing like, nah, you, you kind of have to go. For the longest time, she's said that she can prioritize border enforcement without actually having to go there and that refusing to go there doesn't suggest that she cares any less about the task at hand. That's always been her narrative. Unfortunately, when she's abroad, she has a little bit of a different story. When she's abroad, she admits that being on the ground shows that she's taking it seriously and that this is a priority of hers. Kind of admitting that by not going to the border, she doesn't see it as a priority. Let's listen to this cut. This is cut number two. On the issue of uh, Republicans' political um, 
attacks or criticism um, or even concerns. Uh, the reason I am here in Guatemala as my first trip as Vice President of the United States um, is because this is one of our highest priorities and I came here to be here on the ground to speak with the leader of this nation around what we can do in a way that is significant, is tangible, and has real results. And I will continue to be focused on that kind of work as opposed to grand gestures. <laughs> so she admits that being on the ground shows that this is a priority and that if you care about an issue, you have to go on the ground. At the same time saying she isn't going to the border because she doesn't believe in grand gestures. See, she's talking out of both sides of her mouth. I know I shouldn't be so surprised at this, right? I shouldn't be so surprised that she doesn't know what she's talking about or she just caught herself in proving how ridiculous the whole avoiding the border stunt is. I don't know why I always anticipate or expect these people to be smart. That's why the title of the podcast on social media and everywhere we're broadcasting, which, by the way, if you haven't already, make sure you like and follow our Facebook page. Follow us on DLive. We're on Twitch now. Welcome, everyone, on Twitch and conservative-daily.com. I titled it Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are dangerously stupid. And I think I, I kind of waffle back and forth on whether I think these people are truly idiots or whether they're so conniving that they're able just to, to pull this, this scheme on the American people. I kind of switch between both because in that moment, the, the scheme in Kamala Harris kind of gave way to the idiotic admission that she goes wherever she prioritizes and that, oh, yeah, I'm not going to the border. So I, I, that was one of the moments where they, she just seems very stupid almost, but it's also a kind of intelligence that she thinks she can just talk her way out of it, which as we'll, she, as we'll see from these clips, she's not able just to talk her way out of it. She is getting hounded on this issue of why isn't she going to the border? So this next clip, she's asked again, and she physically rolls her eyes at the reporter asking the questions. Let's play cut number three. Just, I have a foreign policy and a domestic policy question, okay. but just to clear something up that's been you know, in the news for the last 24 hours or so, okay. can you commit right now that you will indeed visit the U.S.-Mexico border and will you do it soon? Jeremy, let me tell you something. Yes, I will, and I have before. She will. She has before, but she's just not doing it. it makes you wonder. She rolls her eyes out the reporter is the love affair with Kamala Harris ending I, I highly doubt that I, I don't think that the love affair is going to end what I do think though is people are understanding that she can't just keep getting getting away with this right she can't just keep lying about all this and just have the media sweep it under the rug I think that's what she's finally un understanding the media is finally getting like whoa, whoa, whoa this this woman is is she's all over the place. We have we can't just lie for her over and over and over again. That's at least how I'm seeing it. I mean, we'll see if they really start taking the gloves off. And I think that's why she's snapping at these reporters. She wants to kind of put them back in their place. I mean, it's the same way you'd snap at a, at a kid who's annoying you. Like, hey, stop it. I did it. I will do it, but you're not getting it now. You're not getting a border trip now. It's going to ruin your dinner, right? She, it's almost like this is her dominance play. This is the peacock basically expanding its feathers to, to, show, to show dominance. This is how her and Biden do this. Every time the media starts accidentally acting as the media, they get snippy. 
because in their mind, the media is supposed to just be another arm of the Democrat Party. Here's an interview that she was doing with Univision, right? You're overseas and central, not overseas. It isn't technically overseas, though. I guess the Gulf of Mexico counts. She's in Central America. So yeah, let's do a Univision interview. Well, the Univision interviewer asks, when are you going to go to the border? And she snaps. Let's play cut number four. ¿Cómo le responde usted a él? I've said I'm going to go to the border. And I, when are you going to the border, the Vice President? The administration has asked... I'm not finished. <laughs> I've said I'm going to the border. And also, if we are going to deal with the problems at the border, we have to deal with the problems that cause people to go to the border, to flee to the border. And that is the root causes. So my first trip as Vice President of the United States was to go, in terms of a foreign trip, to Guatemala, to be on the ground there to address and to and to be informed of the root causes why are the people of Guatemala leaving do you have a date tiene una fecha para su viaje a la frontera para ver la situación con sus propios ojos i i will keep you posted i have to i will keep you posted you see how she gets snippy because she realizes that this isn't going to be one of those cushy interviews this isn't going to be something where they just fawn all over her and ask her just to recite the same empty platitudes. She's actually getting actually getting real questions. Why aren't you going to the border? And she still refuses to answer it. It's why is she? I mean, every now and then, the Biden Harris administration or Harris Biden administration, depending on who you actually think wears the pants in this relationship. Every now and then, they just refuse to do something. We saw this with with Obama, right? He refused to say radical Islamic terrorism. He just refused to do it. And you saw the, the mental and linguistic gymnastics that he went through to say, to describe radical Islamic terrorism in every possible word combination, except using those actual words, right? It's almost like they're doing this here, right? She's just not going to the border. And, and no matter what, she's just not going to go. It's almost like it's a game of chicken. Everyone in the country is demanding that she go to the border and she's just refusing to. And they're going to see who flinches first. It, does, it really does remind me of the radical Islamic terrorism from the Biden, from the Obama, Obama era. We'll have to see. Again, our number is 888-441-1121. If you want to call in, let me know what you think of Kamala. Keep it PG. Remember, this is a, this is a kid's show. It's not actually a kid's show, but... We don't want to get the explicit label applied. <laughs> but Mr. Producer can always just go in there and do a little, little audio magic if you happen to use some choice words. Again, our number 888-441-1121 is our number if you feel like you would like to opine. There's, <laughs> I just sent you a clip. I, I thought I sent this one over to you, Mr. Producer, but I didn't. This is where Kamala Harris just flat out says, do not come to the United States. She says, do not come to the United States, which is a, a significant departure from her previous positions, which is come to the United States. Ms. Brewster, go ahead and play that do not come to the United States video. And I want to emphasize that the goal of our work is to help Guatemalans find hope at home. At the same time, I want to be clear to folks in this region who are thinking about making that dangerous trek to the United States-Mexico border. Do not come. 
do not come. The United States will continue to enforce our laws and secure our border. There are legal methods by which migration can and should occur. But we, as one of our priorities, will discourage illegal migration. And I believe if you come to our border, you will be turned back. So let's discourage our friends, our neighbors, our family members from embarking on what is otherwise an extremely dangerous journey. We're in large part the only people who benefit are coyotes. So there you have a very different Kamala Harris, different from what she has said in the past, different from what she said in the past, which is that we should let everyone in. She campaigned on that promise to let everyone in. Family reunification, right? That was her whole deal. She ran on that promise. And now that she's in power, she realizes that it's a little bit harder to do, to, to, to be the, the, the complete optimist. Oh yeah, we can just be the world's, everyone can just come here. She's realizing it's, it's untenable. It's unsustainable. It's, it's very interesting. Oh, we just got a copyright claim. Oh, Newsmax just copyright claimed our video. That's interesting because we played newsworthy footage and commented on it. Yeah, we. I'll, I'll dispute it labor, later, but uh, this has got to stop. Newsmax has claimed our podcast every day for the past three or four days because we play news clips that they've already played. Um, this is getting this is getting really out of hand. But, Mr. Producer, I do have an old video that I'm going to send you right now of Kamala Harris years ago. Years ago, I just I sent it to you twice. Um, this is a video of Kamala Harris years ago saying criticizing the zero tolerance policy on immigration, where she wants to let everyone in. She believes we should be hospitable, we should let people in. So she's trying it's one of those situations where she's talking out of both sides of her mouth. Do we have that ready, Mr. Producer? If we do, let, let's go ahead and, and go to it. brought it upon itself to create a zero tolerance policy while vilifying a group of people who have traveled through countries seeking asylum, fleeing murder capitals of the world. And what do we do? Look at this place behind me. We imprison them. We imprison them. We put them behind barbed wires. I've walked through that. I am a career prosecutor. I have visited many prisons and jails. That is a prison. Yeah, that's right, that's right. You walk through the halls and the doors clank shut and there are bars on the windows. They get time to have recreation for a certain number of hours a day in a 500 square foot cell. These parents, they're being told, well, we were told, a United States senator was told, oh, they get phone calls for free for their parents when they, when they call their children but when i sit down with the parents it is very clear that they are charged for those calls now let's also be clear about what's happening in this prison they call a detention facility for when they work when they work and they are asked and they are charged with working you know how much they are paid one dollar a day Labor. phone calls 
the phone calls cost 85 cents a minute. So I ask, I ask this administration, why would we think these parents right, cut be it. any different than So just wanted to give you a little taste of it because that was Kamala Harris in 2018. Imagine if Kamala Harris in 2018 had stood at that microphone and just said, I know you want to come to the United States, but do not come. The border is closed. Instead, she gave a rousing speech about how we should just shut down every single detention center that there is. Just imagine. Imagine where we'd be at today. In May, May saw eight times as many illegal immigrant detentions at the border than they saw in May of 2020. Eight times. Eight times as many illegal aliens apprehended in May of 2021 as there were in May of 2020. So far, year to date, we have seen five times as many illegal alien detentions at the border than we saw at this point in 2020. This is this is real, folks. I, I'm telling you, I live in Texas. This is real. And just imagine if, if they had had this position back then. I think what's pretty obvious is that they do not love their country. Yeah, I said it. They do not love their country. They certainly don't care about the Second Amendment at all. Which is why I want to talk to you about a new sponsor to the show, We the People Holsters. We're living in uncertain times and millions have come to realize the importance of the Second Amendment. If you're looking for the perfect accessory to go with that perfect firearm, get an American-made holster from our friends at We the People Holsters. Starting at just $40, We the People Holsters are custom molded to fit your exact firearm for a quick, smooth draw. They have thousands of options to choose from, plus a selection of custom printed holsters, including a line with real tree camouflage. While you're there, make sure you check out their complete line of patriotic shirts. They sent me one. I was going to wear it today, but it's already dirty. And new EDC tactical gun belt, which comes with their exclusive Talon buckle, which is manufactured 100% in the United States. Every holster and gun belt comes with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a full refund. Oh, and while you're at it, don't forget to pick up some of the bags that they're mouth-watering bacon jerky. Oh man, I haven't eaten lunch yet, and that's already getting my stomach rumbling. Yes, you heard that correctly, bacon jerkly. Jerky. So show your support for this show and this great American company. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD right now. And you'll get an extra 10% off when you use offer code CD10. Again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD, wethepeopleholsters.com forward slash CD, and make sure you use offer code CD10. They sent us one. They sent me one. They sent Joe one. And this is what I got. I got this for my 1911 pretty snazzy, right? I, I, I already have a concealed carry holster that I like. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with it. But I said, you know what? I'm in Texas. Got to get a barbecue gun. Anyone who doesn't know what a barbecue gun is, obviously you haven't lived in Texas. It's just a gun that I can wear when I'm doing yard work, when I'm over at a friend's house barbecuing. Something a little flashy that I wear outside the waistband because you want people to see the gun. It's, it's an accessory. Listen, girls aren't the only ones with accessories, people. So I used to be using this Galco leather holster, which is fine. It's just nothing flashy about that. I got this one from We The People Holsters. They sent it over to us. I love it. it, it it's, it's super comfortable. It fits right in the waistband. And yeah, everyone knows exactly where I stand. It's printed out a little bit of the U.S. flag and the Constitution, We The People, on it. So you're going to want to check it out. They make good quality stuff. And, and whenever we, we do these kinds of things, I ask that they send us over samples just so I, I'm not going to tell you to buy something that I've never tried before. Um, this is this is the holster I use for my 1911 now. So again, go to com forward slash CD and use offer code CD10. Real Zach says, guns aren't supposed to be pretty. Ah, every gun's a little pretty. 
Even ugly guns are pretty. <laughs> Even the ugly guns are pretty. So we're going through Kamala Harris's stuff. And all of this craziness of she won't go to the border. She won't go to the border. Why won't she go to the border? She sits up there and she, and she flat out just says, do not come. When we know, we know that for years she's been saying, oh, come on. Border's wide open. Come on. You can do it. It's uh, she thinks you're stupid. One, she thinks that they're stupid because the migrant flow is in large part because her and Biden told them to come. And now she thinks that she can just get up there and say the opposite and that'll be okay. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But we have another cut. I'm going to work on getting a couple other of these cuts for Kamala Harris as well. But this is where, this is the one that was really going viral. She was asked, again, why aren't you going to the border? And she said, it's no big deal. She's also never been to Europe. Huh? Let's play cut number six. Just quickly put a button. Okay. Do you have any plans to visit the border? I, at some point, you know, I, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole, this whole, this whole thing about the border, we've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand the point that you're making. I'm not discounting the importance of the border. Well, I, I mentioned I, it because even I, I know Republicans have certainly come at you on this, but Democratic Congressman Cuellar, as a border district, has said to the, you and the president, "Come, you need, I care you need to see about, this." Listen, I care about what's happening. So here is the spoiler alert. When she said, "Do not come," apparently she's referring to all the members of the Biden administration. Oh, I've never been to Europe. Either, Ms. Brewster, I just sent you over a video. Make sure you check that message and get it up, ready to go. She says, I've never been to Europe. Well, you're not the, the czar for European relations, though at this point she might be, given the fact, given all the things that Biden's just kind of trying to throw on her plate. You're not tasked with fixing the U.S.-European relations. You're tasked with fixing the border crisis. They had a whole press conference. They had a whole press release. They had a whole event about it. She's going to fix it. Everyone else couldn't fix it, but she's going to fix it. Well, she's never been to the border because I've never been to Europe. Never been to Antarctica. Never been to the moon. Why would I go to the border? Never been to the moon. You see how stupid? I mean, this is the kind, of, the kind of response you expect to get from a child. And listen, Twitter, social media are lighting her up because of this. And they notice that her, her statement of do not come, do not come. It, uh, <laughs> it meshed up pretty well with the statement that Donald Trump made. So, Mr. Bruce, let's go ahead and play that clip I just sent over to you. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Oh. Do not come. <laughs> that one's been making the round. That one's been, I, I love that one. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> Don't care what you say. I'm going to do it. It's, it's incredible. And you, you know that the Democrats are actually starting to get onto Kamala Harris's case about this. They're actually starting to recognize that this was disastrous for her, that she went overseas. Her first foreign visit, right? Her first foreign trip to Central America, all she ended up getting was questions about why she didn't go to the border. She hopped over the border, not literally, but figuratively, to go somewhere else. Right? She could have made that border stop on the way there, and no one would have thought less of her for it. You leave an extra day from the White House, fly into 
McAllen, Texas, or somewhere along the border, tour one of the border facilities, hop back on Air Force Two, and then fly to Guatemala. It's an easy thing to do. You don't even need to take a whole day for it. You do it and take a nooner. You leave, you leave the White House at noon, and you can do that in the same day. But no, she didn't do that. She didn't do that because she doesn't want to. She, she literally does not want to, doesn't want to do it. Here is a, uh, a headline. Let's go ahead and go to my screen, Mr. Producer. A headline from AZ Central, which I believe is the USA Today for um, just local news for Arizona. Kamala Harris isn't cut out to be VP. Her disastrous immigration trip just proved it. Opinion, Vice President Kamala Harris looks good on paper, but she's not good at politics. Her trip to talk immigration proved as bad as her presidential run. Yeah, that, that's an understatement. We'll go ahead and take that down. That's probably the understatement of the, the century. Understatement of the century. Here we got from the Los Angeles Daily News, Kamala Harris's trip. Oh, no, I'll just put up. I hate these ads. Kamala Harris's trip borders on disaster. Yeah, it, it was disastrous. For someone who's trying to portray herself as not just the number two, but able to take over should Joe Biden just either keel over and, and pass away or resign or quit or be impeached, right? She's presenting herself as ready to go on day one. And what this trip showed was that she's just not, right? She's sitting down there telling, and she's using her speech to blame climate change for the surge at the U.S.-Mexico border. This is, this is the stupidest thing I've heard from the left, the idea that Guatemalans and Hondurans are coming to the United States because of climate change, because climate change is ruining their ability to earn a living. Therefore, they're trekking through an entire continent to reach the United States. It's just, it's just a load of crap. It's not true. And she's sitting there and, and, and they're laughing at her. Right? She's like, oh, we understand that climate change is doing this. No, people realize that they can just make more money in the United States. It's not a climate change thing. It's not a disaster thing. They're not fleeing war. They're not fleeing ethnic cleansing or genocide. They're not fleeing gang violence. There's gang violence everywhere, right? And they're certainly not fleeing climate change. They're, they're like so many other economic migrants. They recognize that they can make more money in the United States, even living in poverty, than they could as a middle class earner in Central America. It's just simple economics. And I don't blame illegal aliens for wanting to take that step. I blame them for choosing to do it illegally. There's really no excuse for that, especially given the fact how many of them are doing this. I can't blame anyone for recognizing, hey, I can make more money if I live there than I live here. It's a simple calculus, but you got to do it the right way. She's down there saying <laughs> that global warming is causing it. And they're just looking at her like, what? <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's you guys opening the border. Now it's catch and release is what's causing it. Now it's the holes in the asylum, the loopholes in the asylum system that let someone just claim asylum and then they disappear and they never show up to their hearing and they just disappear. Yeah, it, it's the fact that Biden is now taking already deported illegal aliens who had their court cases and were ruled to be deported from the country and he's bringing them back in the United States. It's that and it's the promise of amnesty that anyone who has entered the United States before the amnesty bill passes, they're going to be getting amnesty and a pathway to citizenship, even if they have multiple misdemeanors. They can have up to four misdemeanors, which means they, they could basically spend three years and 361 days in prison. And as long as they don't spend one extra day, they can technically qualify for American citizenship. That that's what's driving the border crisis, not climate change, not weather patterns, not droughts. If people aren't fleeing droughts. If they're fleeing droughts, they go from one county to the other. They go from one country to the other. But you can't tell me 
that there's that there's illegal immigrants from South America fleeing a drought in their home country. And the only place they can go is the United States. It's just not true. It's just not true. But according to Kamala Harris, it is climate change. That's what's that's what's apparently doing it. So again, our number 888-441-1121. I want you to call in. I want to get your take on this. Phone lines have been down for what seems like a couple weeks. So call in, let Mr. Producer vet you, and then come on the air and tell me what you think about Kamala Harris pretending to be good enough to be president. Pretty obvious that, that she's not fit, that she's not cut out for it. Pretty obvious if you ask me. And, and that's one of the great frauds perpetrated on the American people, this idea that she's ready on day one. I mean, she, she, went, to, she, went, to a, um, she went to a school the other day. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not mad at her for that. That's one of the things the vice presidents do. She's sitting there and she's talking and she's, and she's leading with, you know, I'm the first female vice president, which well, she's right. She's the first female vice president, though, based on Mike Pence's actions in the final days of the administration, he might be giving her a run for his, her money lately. But she's there saying, you know, I'm the first female vice president. And it's a fine thing for her to do. It's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's, a, it's a historic break the glass ceiling moment. But that's kind of all she's got. If you look at it, that's all she's got. She's, she's got this, I'm the first woman. I'm the first woman. And, and when she actually gets out there and you're tasking her with fixing problems, she doesn't even show up. Now, that, that's not a commentary on women. Don't cancel me. It's not a sexist comment. I know lots of hardworking women. Kamala Harris just isn't one of them. She just isn't. I mean, you look at her time as attorney general in California, when you actually confront her on these things, Joe brings it up all the time. The idea that prisoners were kept in, in prison longer than needed, right? They had already been approved for release, but they were kept longer than they should have been because her office didn't want to remove the state of California's cheap labor sources, right? We've all seen it. The prisons, they make license plates, textiles. They, they have jobs and yeah, they get paid dirt, but you're, you're in prison. So don't expect don't expect $15 an hour, Snowflake. There were people in prison. Yeah, they're making pennies. I think it was like 25 cents an hour, which too low. A couple bucks, I can understand. But 25 cents, way too low. She's keeping them in prison beyond their release date because she didn't want to deprive the state of California a labor source. And when they confronted her on it, she said, oh, that wasn't my doing. That was someone in my office. Well, she signs off on all of these, on all of these motions. Right when when she's attorney general, and there's someone under her because she's not arguing the cases literally in court. When there's someone under her who who says, "Hey, I'm going to file this motion. I need you to approve it," because it has to come with her 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 approval. And she reads, "Yeah, we're going to keep the prisoners in prison longer than they need to be because we want them to make more license plates or whatever, or pick more trash up on the side of the road." <laughs> it's obviously her decision. I think one of them, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong. I think one of them was that they were going to go down the side of the road and pick up trash. And the argument was that they needed to do this because th that trash posed a fire risk. I might be confusing it, but that's what I remember one of the arguments where it's just complete lunacy, right? So every time you look at Kamala Harris, you actually look at her achievements, you realize that they are abysmal. And then she doesn't take any of the blame. I mean, she truly is your average politician, accomplishes very little and doesn't accept any of the responsibility for her failures. But we see that here again. She's like, well, I've never been to Europe. Never been to Europe. What? You're the border czar. 
You're tasked with fixing the U.S.-Mexico border crisis. Well, you've never, never been to Europe. So we do have a call. We have Jan on the line. Jan wants to talk about how Democrats are sick of Kamala. Jan, welcome to the show. Hi, Max. How are you? Pretty good. How you doing? Pretty good. Um, my Claire, you know, why? I know they're sick of her. Why on earth did they pick her to run for VP? There had to be uh, a reason. And what was it? Well, I would imagine it's probably that she could be controlled, just like Joe Biden can be controlled. Uh, right? I mean, th- that's part of it. The other part of it is that they needed someone to round out. Joe Biden is a very racist person. Kamala Harris took him to task for his racism. The only mm-hmm. way to really dismantle that argument is to have her on the ticket. So I think it was a race thing. Uh-huh. I think it was the female vice president break the glass ceiling. She appealed to leftists, and uh, and she, she's, she's controllable. Okay. Well, that, that helps me here because I'm thinking, yeah, why would they pick her? My goodness. Well, it's not, it's not because of her resume. I'll tell you that. It's not because of her stunning resume. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I appreciate the information. I figured somebody smarter than me would not be able to tell me if that makes sense. <laughs> well, thank you. Anything else you want to, you want to mention? What, what what do you think of her trip down south to south of the border? <laughs> I think it's absolutely laughable. And yeah. I, I hate to think about, I mean, she was as bad down there as Biden is over in England. I mean, and God forbid yeah. what's going to happen in Brussels. I, it's frightening to me. It's very frightening. Um, it really is. I Yeah, it really is. It really, of course, there's about 10 billion things that are frightening right now. So pick one. You know, we've got a whole slew yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right thanks. Well, that's why we... That's, yeah. Well, thank you for calling in. Really do appreciate it, Jan. Um, that's why we call attention to these things because, um, because yeah, the, the, at least this one, the media is calling attention to it, right? At least this one, the media is calling her to task, but she really deserves a lot more criticism than she's getting. And I, th- I think eventually this, this dam has to start breaking, right? It can't just be anytime she gets a pointed question, she just refuses to answer it and it just goes away. At some point, they have to, at some point, they actually have to get into this and, and ask her what the hell is going on. Um, uh, will it be today? Probably not, but uh, it, it, it should be. It absolutely should be. Got to remind you again that this podcast is brought to you by Air Med Care Network. Air Med Care Network, the premier insurance plan for air, airlift coverage, right? We've all had, I mean, you're lucky if you haven't. But any of us who have had to go to the hospital, had to take a ride in an ambulance, you know how expensive it gets. Well, now imagine if that ambulance was a helicopter. It's going to be a lot more expensive. We've had people call into the show, say it costs them over 50 grand just to fly their two kids from one town to another. Not even in the middle of nowhere, just a suburban town because there, there was really bad traffic during rush hour and they had to be airlifted to a hospital. 50 grand. Now, I get it. Money isn't the most important thing. But after everyone gets better, after everyone recovers, that 50 grand, that's not going to go away. But you can get out ahead of it and you can become an AirMedCare Network member and not have to worry about those bills should a disaster or emergency strike. And you or one of your family members need to be airlifted. You're going to want to make sure you go to AirMedCareNetwork.com 
forward slash daily. Because when you get there, you'll see that it only costs $85 to cover your entire household for one year. Less if you're a senior citizen, less by year if you buy three or five years at a time. It's common sense stuff, people. And if you go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, you'll use promo code daily. Yeah, make sure you do that because then you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card, depending on what plan and how many years you pick. It's free money. So you, you cover yourself, cover your family, should disaster strike, not have to worry about tens of thousands of, of dollars of bills for an airlift, and you get up to $50 back. It's a no-brainer, folks. Again, go to www.airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily, and you'll get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. I don't know, guys. I am, I am, that caller, it's an interesting question. Why did they choose her? And that's, I, I understand the question, but it was, it was a selection. It, her, her, hers was not an election. It was a selection. Um, she left, she dropped out of the primaries without getting a single delegate. Remember Joe Biden had no, had, was losing. He was getting his butt kicked until South Carolina when he got a couple of endorsements from black congressmen. He was getting his butt kicked too. The establishment had to step in, save Joe Biden, and the establishment stepped in and helped select Kamala Harris. So she wasn't really elected. She was selected. Putting aside all of the the allegations of fraud, her position on the ticket was a selection, right? She was chosen by the elites for all of the the so-called reforms that Democrats made to their presidential and vice presidential selection processes. You could see that it was still... It was still the, the people like the Clintons pulling pulling the strings on their puppets. But she was selected. And you, and you start wondering why. It wasn't for her foreign policy prowess. We just saw that. Right? It wasn't because she speaks Spanish. We saw it. She doesn't. It wasn't that she likes to travel as vice president because she's been tasked. She's been put on a number of task force. Right? Every time something goes wrong in this country, Joe Biden hands it off to her. Almost like that. Like he's just <laughs> take care of it, comma. And she doesn't do it. Right, she doesn't go to the border, doesn't fix any of the problems that she says she's going to fix. Well, obviously, the problem isn't fixable by a Democrat because she's not willing to do the hard things necessary to fix it. She's not willing to close the border. She's not willing to re-implement detention. She's not willing to get rid of catch and release. She's not willing to do the things necessary to deter illegal immigration. She's overseas. She says, do not come. She 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 reads the words, but you, you can tell in her heart part she doesn't believe it because we have all this other footage of her saying the exact opposite, right? Saying the exact opposite. No, come here, we'll accept you all, bring you all in. They know she's lying. They know she's just going through the motions. It, it's plainly obvious that she's that she's inauthentic with that message. Why she thinks, I mean, that's another example of why she thinks that we're all too dumb to catch up, to pick up on it. I don't know. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but very few things with this administration do. That's why she is trash. She is trash, which will bring us to our synonym of the day. The synonym of the day for trash is piffle. Piffle. We went from trash to blatherskite, and blatherskite brings us to piffle. Piffle, to talk or act in a trivial, inept, or ineffective way. Perfect for Kamala Harris. Trivial, inept, and ineffective. You got to leave it to the Brits to come up with words. They combine all of the words to describe what you're talking about. Yeah, it's piffle. Kamala Harris is piffle. Leftists are piffle. Piffle, piffles, they're piffle. That's it. Just a noun. Piffle.
Well, we're going to take a really quick break in a second. And when we do, we're going to come back and we're going to switch gears because we've talked enough about Kamala Harris. It's time to talk about Joe Biden. It's time to talk about Joe Biden and talk about his disaster trip. If you thought that maybe they go one for two and one of them would be successful and the other wouldn't. No, they're, they're batting a goose egg over there at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue right now. Joe Biden is overseas making a mockery of the United States, proving that he is unfit to even walk down the sidewalk without a foreign leader having to hold him up. That is true. He had to be held up by Macron. It, it, he's an embarrassment, an absolute embarrassment. And we're going to go through all of it on the other side of this quick break. Don't go anywhere. Ronald Reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction. Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call-to-action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top. 